When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Morning to you. This is Talk Radio Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley Brewer. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Lots, as always, to talk about, and an entirely new story uh, entering the uh, the frame uh, yesterday uh, regarding uh, the oh, well, I mean, we're in the same sort of territory as we've been in with Charlie Hebdo many years back, uh, and indeed that uh, French teacher who was beheaded uh, after he showed pictures of uh, well, cartoons of Mohammed uh, to to a classroom of children discussing issues of freedom of religion and you know the right to show a, an image to children without getting beheaded. I know silly crazy old-fashioned ideas that will never catch on in a 21st century free liberal democracy that we used to live in. Uh, so we're going to be talking all about that uh, throughout the show and of course talking about the EU. It does look like they have backed down but well not not thanks to, to France, Spain, Italy or indeed the European Commission on the export ban of Covid vaccines to the UK uh, but all of that coming up with lots of top guests as well. Uh, but first up let's uh, welcome uh, my guest who's joining me all this morning and that is Dave Chorner, the comedian who who uh, is always someone who can cheer us up on a Friday morning with his good morning. Good morning to you, Dave. Good morning. Oh, you see, it's all, it's all just a little bit better now, just hearing that. Thank you oh. very much indeed. Um, I mean, and there's a lot we need to feel better about, I, I have to say, with with the news that we've got uh, today. Um, there is, I mean, some uh, really quite a lot of worrying stuff going on as we are approaching the weekend where we're finally getting the second, well, we get, we're getting 1B of the exit strategy uh, on Monday, whereas we're allowed to meet in gardens, anywhere in, uh, outdoors. You can have uh, two households or the rule of six. Um, outdoors. Annoyingly for me, I've got a lovely, big, beautiful garden, which is currently a building site with some works at home. So no one, no one can safely be in my garden apart from an awful lot of Polish builders. Um, but um, uh, Dave, I mean, the, the, what's been happening in terms of COVID passports, in terms of the threats of vaccine wars from the EU? And indeed, that vote last night uh, to extend those powers of the Coronavirus Act. They're not the only uh, emergency powers which are actually being used uh, against the nation at the moment, but they were extended all the way to October. And Matt Hancock, the health secretary, saying he was unable to rule out it, that the powers would need to be extended again beyond October. Um, are you, as one of the sort of the most optimistic, supportive of you know lockdown kind of people, are, are you beginning to say and ask yourself, is there something else going on here? Because I'm I'm beginning to get really very worried indeed. 
Well, it is kind of scary territory. I mean, if you go back 12 months ago, who would have thought that this time last year, giving a medical certificate in order to get in a pub counted as freedom? And, you know, I don't mean to be melodramatic, but MPs given unprecedented powers, needing papers to get out and about and rest in Europe, not to mention China. You know, if you brought in some long coats and scary badges, I think we've got a war movie on our hands. I mean, we really do. Though. I, I, it's so funny because there are lots of people who say, oh, don't be so silly. Don't be silly. Now, I'm, I've never been a conspiracy theorist. My, uh, I, I've been called everything over to the sun over the, the last year. Sort of, you know, your COVID denier. I mean, again, I supported the first lockdown because I thought that was what the sensible thing was to do. The scientists told us that. Then I realised it turns out that, that the scientific advice was, was actually in contravention of every single thing that we knew about pandemics until that point. Um, and, and then I changed my mind. But but I mean, I've, I've never believed there is a oh, big conspiracy in the whole world. Is you know, it's all, these, these, these rich people in their private jets stroking their white fluffy cats on islands, you know, man-made islands in the middle of the Pacific are, are, are deciding all this stuff. I, I always, in any scenario, having been a political editor for many years, I always know it's cock-up, not conspiracy. They're not clever enough to do a conspiracy. <laughs> Trust me, they're not. I know these people. I was at university with half of them. Trust me. <laughs> Matt Hancock's got the same qualification I have. He ain't capable of a conspiracy on this level. But there's no doubt at all um, that with this, the reason we have uh, you know, elections, the reason why America has a two-term limit on their presidency is because we know that Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. The more powers people get, the more they want to keep those powers and the more they want to take as well. So we are now talking about this idea of a freedom pass. I mean, we're in totally Orwellian territory. The idea that we do have the freedom to go to the pub normally, but we're now going to have to have a pass where we have to give up our own personal private medical details on an app to random blokes standing on the door in a black T-shirt outside a pub with a clipboard. Um, to have the freedom to go and have a drink in a pub. Um, I know that you are as desperate as anyone to get to the pub, and I'm, and I'm, I have no doubt at all right now that if I said you how many days until pubs open, you'll be able to give it to me <laughs> not just by the day but by the hour. Um, are you are you willing to have to show a certificate or proof of antibodies or proof of a, a of a negative COVID test to get into the pub to buy a pint? Well, without trying to sound all individualistic about this, I'm actually a special case because I was part of some of the unsuccessful vaccine trials, which means I don't know whether I can have the vaccine when it is offered to me. So if I can't get in a pub, I'm going postal. I'm going to be like an alcoholic Bruce Banner. I'm going to be banging down the doors, you know. And that I would be, can I know. say, it would be very unfair if someone who very kindly and generously volunteered his body for vaccine trials would then be going, oh, sorry, sorry, mate, you've got the wrong vaccine. Bad luck. Well, I don't, I don't want to sound ungrateful, but I've, I've sent five emails to them so far and haven't heard anything back. So if anyone's listening from Imperial College London... Oh, Get back to me. Well, they're probably a little bit too busy making up a, a another computer model that's completely <laughs> and utterly wrong. They've got far, far, far too much to do and then bothered with your emails. I'm changing, I think that's outrageous. They haven't even replied to you. Um, but what, I mean, this is it. Okay, so the, the, the possibility here is Michael Gove is doing this big review. Everything's having a review at the moment. If in doubt, it's, it's a review uh, about um, so you, any pub or venue, concert venue, theatre, cinema, sports ground, whatever it is. The idea is that, that you have to show proof that you've had the vaccine. You've had to show proof... you. Uh, got antibodies, so you don't need the vaccine, or you can um, show proof that you've tested negative in recent days. Um, a virtual certificate on your phone, a QR code. Now, 
there is one country that's trialled this. Um, it's called China. China. I mean, only what's so funny? The 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 the, uh, the journalists and the newspapers, the broadcasters who are uh, reporting this, say, "Oh, freedom pass," and, and asking questions as this is a perfectly normal thing of our government to do. They're the same people who a year ago were saying how outrageous it was this awful totalitarian police state of China where people's entire lives were controlled and the and the government had complete you know knowledge of everything you do everything you buy um, they're basically getting rid of cash in China you're going to have to buy everything through your 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 phone they're going to know what you buy they're going to be able to control everything um, control prices of everything they're going to be able to control you know want to know everything about your health I mean this is what totalitarian police states do we know that because there's one doing it right now and we're copying it. I mean, just does this not raise any sort of concern for people? Well, of, of course. And also, like the idea of a freedom pass is an oxymoron. The point yeah. of freedom is that you don't have a pass. It's paradoxical, like the words fun run. You know, it <laughs> it, it makes me so sceptical. And, and where, where does this end? You know, anytime you turn up to a pub, you'll need proof of age, a vaccine passport, maybe a lateral flow test, maybe yeah. a breathalyzer, a driving license. <laughs> First aid certificate, GCSE grade, 25 metre swimming medal. Where is this going to end? <laughs> but that's the thing. Where does it end? And, and this is what happens when you give up few of your, your freedoms. I mean, again, and, and, and again, as the MPs who voted, 36 Tory MPs rebelled on that lockdown law extension uh, to October last night. Now, they um, there were also a, a bunch of, uh, of Labour MPs who voted against it. But that's because they think that the, they think that the laws on lockdown and things don't go far enough. So I think we, we'll leave those people aside for now. Um, the largely sort Corb, Jeremy Corbyn and his little bunch of acolytes. But um, but the Tory MPs, you know, the Steve Bakers, the Mark Harpers, Charles Walker, Sir Desmond Swain, uh, William Rags, others, who, who they, you know, they're just talking about, you know, proper freedom, proper sort of, you know, the idea that this isn't something the government bestows on us. This is something that we're born with in our democracy. And I do find it terrifying that the government is doing stuff because they think or know or believe it's popular. And the awful thing is it does appear to be so because people seem to be, far too many millions of people in this country seem to think that, that virtually every freedom is worth having taken away for an extra 0.0001% of safety. And I'm not, that's not a trade-off I'm willing to make. And if they want to make that, they want to give away their freedom, that's up to them. But I don't see why they get to give away my freedom as well. I don't think that's what's going on here. I think what people are saying is they'll give up their freedom if they can get a hand draft pint. I think that's the reality of this. Except as my husband said, like the whole idea, because I saw book a place, you know, book, book a table in the pub, you know, for your birthday in May. And he's going, pubs are not somewhere you need to book a table. Going to the pub. Yes. I'm not, I don't want to wear a mask in the pub. I don't want to go on a one-way system. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't have to book it. I don't want to not be allowed to talk to anyone on the next table. I guess, what, and I'm not showing any ID or, you know, I mean, other than proof that I'm 18 or whatever to buy a pint. I'm, I'm not, that's not what a pub is. And it seems to me, I did, I made a Venn diagram I put out on social media yesterday, uh, which showed the you know, very, very, very clear sort of guidance and advice on, on for people to see, you know, what it is that uh, they're looking for. And it's a, it's a Venn diagram of the pub COVID passports and uh, it's two circles and they're barely overlapping at all and on one side it's people who want covid passports to be able to go to the pub on the other side it's people who actually go to the pub and all the people <laughs> demanding this haven't been in a pub in five years and also people have got delusional as well. I've already seen on my local high street people talking about change of usage licenses so that they can have tables outside. They're like, we're not in the Algarve. I don't want to sit on the A23 in the middle of April, <laughs> freezing my 
nips are. You know, people have l- forgotten what where we are. Yeah, absolutely. This, this is a very good point. Uh, the, it looks like the EU, though, has stepped back from that jab export ban. Yesterday and today, the European uh, leaders are meeting. I have to say, if anyone's seen any footage from that, a lot of flags. All the people getting very angry about the union flag being flown above government buildings, which, by the way, they were not allowed to do until uh, this change. I mean, it's quite bizarre that we live in a country where you're banned from uh, most of the year flying a union flag above the uh, the building. Um, but, oh, my God, they were, I mean, they were virtually wearing the EU flag. Um, but it's Germany, the Netherlands and Belgium, inevitably nearly always the most sensible countries. They held the EU back from the threat to ban vaccine exports to the UK. Um, their concern, of course, course quite rightly as you start uh, what what amazingly uh, Jean-Claude Juncker who who would have guessed he'd turn out to be a hero here as a stupid vaccine war uh, France Spain and Italy demanded that the, the EU was backed uh, and Ursula von der Leyen the European Commission president was backed in this basically this demand that you actually you know you wouldn't be exporting vaccines to countries that were ahead in their vaccine process this despite Macron admitting that it was the EU that made the mistakes and yet they're still having a go at AstraZeneca which produced the vaccine at cost and is fulfilling all its other contracts and has lost 21 billion quid into the bargain. I really hate to say this, but I feel what's happening to the EU is uh, it, it's like when a celebrity you like goes on come ice skating with me. You know, their, their <laughs> reputation's left in tatters and you feel embarrassed sticking up for them. And everyone that didn't like them said, see, I told you I was right and you ate to admit it. And I feel like that's what's going we, on here. We were right, though, Dave, weren't we? Brexit I, paid for itself. Yeah, come on, <laughs> come on. I think we lost the connection. I can't. I think there's a <laughs> Sorry. problem. So phone phone line going down. Is it? Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see if we can get that back up again. I'll ask you the question again after the break. The breakfast briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from six thirty until ten. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.